This is Greener Grass, a podcast. We are your hosts, Carrie Wee and Kelly McVeigh, and this is the Weekly Roundup. Do you want to talk about your trip on this podcast, or do you want to talk about something else? Talking about the trip, um, just so many things that I, I mean, first of all, I'm older, right? So I feel like and it's, there's a time change. So let's give, let's give me that. But I feel like I went with Karen the first night out. We went to like, we wanted to get dressed up and go to like a nice dinner. And we're like at dinner. And she's like, okay, should we just like head back and go to bed? And it was like 730. <laughs> <So> I, <laughs> yeah. I, well, it's 10 o'clock for you guys. Yeah. And so I feel, and we had got up to travel and whatever and um, Jeff was flying in and he was going to get in at like 1230 or one because he had a game and and then he was flying to Vegas. And so we were kind of like, we should take naps so we can hang out later. And then we went back and went to sleep at like, I want to say we said that at like 730. So I think we were in bed by eight. And then Karen was like, there's no way I'm not I'm not getting back up. Sorry. There's just, it's not happening. <laughs> and so I feel like it's like taking Vegas as a 45-year-old mom, like who's away from her kids for a few days. You know what I'm saying? Like totally different than I think where I was at when I went to Vegas when I was 21, you know? Yeah, but honestly, a vacation that you can just sleep as much as you want, that's amazing. A vacation is a vacation is a vacation. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And you were, and those hotel beds are not all the hotel beds, but the good ones are like so comfy and then there's no light. So you can just sleep forever. Yes, exactly. If you told me that you went there and you slept all day, every day, I would have been very congratulatory. You would have been proud. You would have been proud. I would have been very proud. Yeah. I'm not like, well, you guys didn't go to the club. I'd be like, you slept for how long? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, we definitely <laughs> didn't go to any clubs. So let's just say that. But I feel like, we spent time like hanging at the pool and having drinks at the pool. It was a super chill amount of time. Um, and then went out that night and had drinks and, you know, did the random pizza slice at 1245. That night we did stay out late. So, you know, when you end up having a slice of pizza at like 1245, like, yeah. Big slices of pizza. So was it just the three of you guys, not her husband and her family yeah, and all that? No, because really Jeff is like there working, working. So he has to work all day and whatever. So it was just Karen and I really, we just got to see him a couple times. Um, so it got was just it. really her and I for the most part. And then we went to Valley of Fire. Which which is what? So it's a state park and it's these like beautiful rocks everywhere. And like we climbed on top of rocks and just beautiful. There were like animals ever like it was cool. And I feel like the difference. So Karen and I are great travel buddies because I am super roll with it. I'll rent a car and drive wherever you want me to go. I don't care what we eat. I don't care what we do. And Karen is like had made a dinner reservation for us on Friday night and like specifically put the restaurant, picked the restaurant because of the food, because of the photo op. She had researched this state park. She had figured out when we could get a rental car to go to the state park and what time we like. She loves to do all of that kind of stuff. 
Oh, that's amazing. But she does not like to like drive a rental car in a city she's never been to. I see. I got it. I got it. So you guys are good, good, uh, very compatible for a girl's trip. Yes, because she wants to do all of that. And I would never do any of that. And then she kind of gets flustered if we're like lost for a second. And I'm like, oh, who cares? Like, we'll just get off this exit and get back on in like two minutes. Like, I'm very like, who cares? Let's go, whatever. And so we're the perfect combo for traveling. Um, But that was fun too. But I was freaking tired last night. And today, um, yeah. And I feel like I have to detox in all ways. Like when you, like I feel like I didn't wash my makeup off like I normally did. I had way too many drinks the entire trip. I so I feel like my skin's dry. My eyelashes need a break yeah. from wearing makeup. I ate like total crap. I didn't work totally. Out. You know what I'm saying? The thing that always kills me. Is the sugar, actually. Yeah. So I try not to have such sugary drinks at the pool. Yes. But it's really hard not to because they look so good. Yes. Yeah, it's hard not to do that. Yeah, I understand. And here's the thing. You go with one and then it's just, it's gone. You're gone. Then it's like one turns into two, turns into three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, The last time I went on something that would be considered for me, like my last vacation. Yeah. And by the way, there's a pandemic in there and like a baby was born. Totally. So I want to say three and a half years ago. Okay. Is when I went on my last like real vacation and I went to the Bahamas with my girlfriend, Marissa. Okay. That's a last vacation. Let's. No, it is. And it's not just going to the Bahamas. One of my really close girlfriends lives there because- a decade ago, when I was dancing a lot, we had a lot of gigs in the Bahamas. So I've been there like 12 times. Okay. Why are there a lot of gigs in the Bahamas? There were. Not so much now. But basically, the woman who now lives there, her name is Nani. Okay. She owns a dance studio there now. And she's a singer and she's a dancer. She's a choreographer. She moved there because she married a guy there. Okay. They are no longer together, but she stayed. Okay. We were flying down there like over a decade ago for this gig First gig was Michael Jordan's golf tournament gala situation at Atlantis. Okay, magic. Fun. And they, we just got hired to do a couple dance routines, like between, you know, at, at galas, they always need like entertainment in and out yeah. of, of all the banquets and stuff. And then we danced at the club. So they just used us on the entire property, like eight girls, yeah. we got sent down there. Okay. We had our routines, then we go, go dance at night. Anyways, Nani had that job so locked tight for us. We went probably over 10 times in two years. That's amazing. And it was incredible. I have so many good memories. It's one of my favorite memories in my entire career, not because dance-wise it was so like ridiculously amazing. It was just the actual traveling and then hanging out with the, with my friends. Anyways, so me and my friend who would go down there all the time, we met Nani down there and like... Like we didn't do anything at night because the Bahamas, it's not like Vegas. It's like nothing is going on at night. Yeah. You want to be up when the sun is out. You want to take boat trips places. So it's all day drinking. Right. And they would like drop it, like a boat would drop us off on a, on a sandbar that was only visible, that was only there at a certain hour of the day because when the tide would come in, it would disappear. Right. 
So in one of these excursions, they just drop you off in the middle of the ocean on the sandbar. Yeah. And, you know, the boat that brought you would have all these drinks and you would just drink in the middle of the, sa- in the, middle of the ocean yeah, for a couple hours. So fun and magical. Yeah. No, and I'm going to go again when Bean's a little older. Yeah. Because I'll just bring her with me. Yeah. Yeah. Because my friend still lives down there, et cetera. Anyways, in Vegas, I do Vegas very differently than I did when I was in my 20s. Very differently. I have a lot of friends that live there and they're all on contracts or shows. Right. So basically my life when I go, it's not in a hotel. We don't really do the strip. We stay in our friends' houses and then we just have like, sometimes we have two shows a night because we just get artist tickets. Yes. And we just like, I think I'll go see like five, six shows in a week. Right. If I were to go now and then, you know, pool at night, but yeah, no clubs. Tricky Tuesday night was our really big open night, but there there weren't really any shows. That must be like everyone's off night. So what did you want to see? What were you looking well, up? Obviously, like I wanted to go see Magic Mike because of Meredith and because we talked about oh it. Oh my God. Okay, we should have planned this better because I could have totally helped you with that. Well, I'm obviously open to going again. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. You know what's so funny? It's cheap to fly there. The hotel room was cheap and everything else. The first day we got there, Carrie, uh, we got a chicken quesadilla to share and we each got a beer and it was $45. Like at a, like a, a regular restaurant, nothing fancy, but not. By the pool. Oh, by the pool. That's a lot. $45 for a chicken quesadilla and two beers. Yeah, that's a $20 quesadilla. Yeah, and it wasn't a $20 chicken quesadilla. I mean, if I'm going to spend $25 on a chicken quesadilla, it better be a freaking amazing quesadilla. We got, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like, everything Yeah, was, I do. It's expensive. Like, everything was really expensive. But I think yeah. it's kind of the world right now. So, you know, I listen to podcasts. Fancy that since we have one. But I was listening to, you know, how prices are up on everything right now. and Yeah, gas, et cetera, yeah. Gas and everything. And I heard that one of the wet reasons is because, you know, if you've been out and about at all, you can tell that the service industry, like there's a lot of places that are like definitely need servers and bartenders and even fast food places. And that to entice workers to come, they're paying higher than they've paid in the last few years. And then to pay for those wages that they're increasing, they're increasing the price of the food, the experience, whatever it is. And so it's making everything more expensive because they're trying to entice people to take the job. Well, and the other way they could do that, and I haven't, I'd have to do a lot of research before really speaking on that, but I think also like the company could like pay people more and then also keep their prices low, but they're not going to do that, are they? No, no, (laughs) no, 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 they're not going to do that. But, uh, but Vegas also, I think if I went to Vegas right now and I did the same thing. I wouldn't be as shell-shocked as you because the prices here are a lot more of the same. So true. So true. Very yeah, because you're coming from Ohio. If I go to Vegas right now, it would feel the same because 
if I go to a hotel in LA right now and trying to eat a meal, it would be the same. Now, and listen, I have to say, and this is very Kelly, no one would be surprised that knows me that like, I don't know the price of milk. I don't know when gas goes up. I don't know when gas is really low. I have no idea, right? Like I'm just going through life. And so even when traveling for work, because I'm using a corporate card, so coming to LA, it wasn't like I was like thinking about the fact that my chicken quesadilla was a certain amount because right because you were putting it on you were charging yes yeah and I'm just yeah, not paying for it anyway like when someone says to me like wow like milk and eggs have really gone up I'm like really <laughs> like I have no idea no idea yeah and a lot of people are paying attention to that really really closely I am somewhere in the middle but I mean LA is becoming kind of like what New York was or what New York is. It's becoming so unaffordable here Yeah, that basically I could go anywhere in the world and not be shocked because our regular prices that I'm seeing on a daily basis, you know, that's what it is. So are you, okay, on prices, like are you a coupon, buy one, get one free kind of No, it's never worked for me. I will, I just waste my time and I don't end up racking up savings. Never. Like I don't do it. Never. I don't understand. I don't know if you guys have Kohl's, but like people get so excited about Kohl's cash. Now, listen, if someone writes us in and says that they're upset that I was talking about how they love Kohl's cash, good for you. I'm jealous. I'm actually jealous that you know the coupon world and all the things. So I'm not bashing anyone for loving that situation. I just... I'm never, I'm like, so, okay, so you're going to go to Kohl's today and spend the $20 Kohl's cash because you're going to get a bargain, but really you wouldn't have gone to Kohl's today and spent that money. And you're like, it's doing exactly what it's meant to do, right? (laughs) Yeah. The thing is, is that I'm not such a consumer. Like I'm pretty proud of myself. I haven't bought an article of clothing probably for the entire year. Is that crazy? Yeah, 2021, I don't think I bought any clothes except for the bean, and that's because she grows. Okay, so tell me more about this. <laughs> Listen, I'm like, tell, tell me more about <laughs> I thought this. we were going to talk about sexy Vegas trip, and now we're talking about Kohl's cash and, and coupons. This is hilarious. This is really kind of like what our lives have become. I feel like people love that this is the weekly roundup. <laughs> yeah. To the it, next. Um, okay, well, listen, I like to get things and it doesn't have to be anything special, but I like to feel like I have something new or exciting or whatever. And that's not amazing. I wish that I wasn't that way. I was online looking around right before we jumped on. So it's bad news. Well, it's a habit and I'm just not in the habit of it. I wish that I wasn't in the habit of it. I mean, this is how ridiculous I am. And this sounds really terrible, but it's true. So I'm going to the Ivan Kane show tomorrow again. Oh my God. Why are you? God, your life is so much more exciting than mine, dude. I know. So listen, I have, you know, I've been talking it up. Yeah. yeah. So did you like, did your friends tell you that you want to go again? You just ended up So I had scheduling one group it? of friends that wanted to go and then it really didn't pan out. And then I have, a, a, I want to say they're a new group of friends. They're fairly new to me. And I had talked about it at a little party we had. And they sent in a group text that they wanted to go tomorrow. And I don't have my kids this weekend. 
And so I was like, okay, yeah, let's go. Anyway, even though I'm exhausted and tired because I just got back from Vegas, which makes it even crazier. So yeah, I was online looking to see like, is there a fun top I could wear tomorrow? That's how silly and ridiculous. Are you going to get it in time? Well, I was, <laughs> I was looking to see what I could, what would be here by tomorrow. Yeah. But I'm not going to do anything. Listen, this is a completely absurd conversation. And it was more because I don't have anything to do tonight. And so, um, Jeff, anyone else out there? I, I didn't buy anything. I just want you to know. No, the thing is you work your butt off. You can buy a shirt if you want. I'm just not in the habit of it because I have a ridiculously big Lululemon collection over the last 10 years, yeah. which is very expensive. And those clothes last so long and they don't go out of style. And that's all I do. I just wear Lululemon. I literally don't wear anything else but sweats and Lululemon because I don't have anywhere professional to Okay, go. so when you, because, uh, you know, you always have amazing photos of, your, of yourself, like forever. Like, what about the black and white dress? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And for those, I put a lot of time and energy into styling myself Okay, and buying like this here and that there. And I actually just did a spring cleaning and got rid of a lot of stuff because once I use it in a picture, yeah, I don't necessarily want to use it again. And it's just taking up space and I don't use it in my daily life. So, so I, got, I get rid of some stuff, not all the stuff. So styling yourself, like when you're going to do a photo shoot like that, because listen, I obviously, the black and white dress, I remember because the dress is gorgeous. You looked gorgeous in it. Do you look online for stuff? Do you go to thrift shops? Do you like go to department? Like, how does that come about? Do you have an idea of what you want to look for? Yeah. So I... For that is all Pinterest. So I do a Pinterest board, okay. mood board okay. for what I'm looking for, okay. like look, style, vibe. And then I decide what what part of those pictures I like. Is it the dress or is it the hat? Is it the look on her face? Like what is it about that picture? And then when I decide those things, then I'll figure out what I already have. Yeah. And for one shoot that I did, and it was a lot of work, I wanted big flowy dresses. Yeah. And so I basically went online months ahead of time and searched forever and found them mostly from China. Yeah. Mostly from China and just got them shipped over. And and it was a great shoot. And I love the pictures from that shoot. But I haven't done that in a long time. My two photographers have moved away, the ones that I've always shot with. Yeah. One is living in a van always in the woods. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't like that before. This is pandemic. And then the other one now works for HBO in New York City. His name is Jeremy. I want him on the podcast at some point. Absolutely. But they do not live in LA anymore and they're both getting married and it's like their lives are a little bit different. I have the bean. So like, you know, all the creative like photo shoot sessions that I used to have, you know, it might come back. How do you decide to live but, in a van? I don't know. Uh, oh my God. So many people have this year, Kelly. So many people. Okay. That I, I, know. I say this and then I do feel like the whole turning a, your van into a home, blah, blah, blah. Like there's some cool action going on with that that I've seen. Yeah. I mean, none of these people I'm talking about have kids. Yeah. So there's number one. Number two, 
it's all about money here because if you can buy a van and dress it up really nicely, and all my friends that do this, like their van, their vans are like sick, right? Yeah. They're totally, totally bells and whistles. If you can do that for fifty to seventy-five thousand dollars and get rid of your car, your house, rental, rent, everything, then it's totally worth it because it's so unaffordable to live here. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's like to give you an idea right now. You cannot really get a two bedroom, two bath apartment. It's going to be like twenty five hundred dollars a month. I know that's insane. It's insane. It's insane. Like almost three thousand dollars a month. Like that's New York City, what it used to be. I don't know yeah. what New York City is now because I I don't live there. But so I just cleaned out so much of my stuff because. I'm not going to use it, so I'm kind of passing it down. I usually just bring it to the Ariel student studio and have my students pick through it. I love that. Yeah, so that's kind of happening right now. And going back to Vegas for a second, like I think Vegas is still an amazing place to vacation, but definitely I don't care for the night. Like I don't need a new nightlife. Right, obviously, like we wanted to go to bed at 7.30, the... I mean, yeah, had you not had the time difference, you would have gone to bed at 10 or 11. No big deal. Yeah. But yeah, after you're done with a pool day and you went out to dinner and you had a couple drinks, it's like the night's over. Like clubs to me, I laugh now. Like going to a club, so dressed up, heels, your feet are so in pain. Right. And no one's looking at you. It's not like you're dressed up for anyone. Totally. Yeah, right? Totally. Yeah. I was into clubs at like 16. So I I don't know. This probably makes me a total nerd, but I, I don't know that I've ever been to a club. I oh mean, my God, me, Kelly. Really? Is this true? Me coming to watch you, that wasn't a club, right? <laughs> that was like a no, show. No, it is. It, no, it is. It's technically okay, so a the, bar. That's the only club. place I've yeah. ever really been like that. Oh my God, Kelly. I spent like the last 20 years like living in a club almost. This is so hilarious to me. It's not glamorous. You shouldn't be jealous, but that's the case. Like I was working in clubs. Forty Deuce is considered a club. Okay, well I've been there. I'm Isn't going it? there on Saturday night. Yeah. Saturday night. And I you're guess, going there on Saturday night. I guess I'm going clubbing on Saturday. <laughs> you know, back in like the two thousands, like I would go to New York City with my friends because I had a lot of friends who lived moved there right after college. And we would like stand in the line in the freezing cold for the limelight club where people are doing acid and crazy drugs and you've got glow sticks in your hands. That is like the, that is like, you know, the emoji of a club. It's ridiculous. And you'd stand there without a coat because you didn't want a coat when you got inside. Right. Cause then what are you going to do with it? Then what are you going to do with it? And so now if I went to a club and I was really serious about just wanting to dance, I'd have sneakers on and a fanny pack. I'm not kidding. And yeah. just go in there. Yeah. Because like, where are you going to put your keys and your credit card? <laughs> like not in your skin tight little dress that you're wearing. So I used to do that stuff. And I'm pretty sure my parents don't listen to this, but even if they do, yeah, they should just roll their eyes at me. But back when I was 16, number one, Kelly, what kind of stupid bouncers at Ohio State University area clubs would let me in on my sister's ID? All of them? All all of them. I just got in. 
I was 16 and I have my sister's idea saying that I was 18, not 21, 18. And I would just be let in everywhere. I look like a, I mean, I look like a child. (laughs) That is hysterical. Like hysterical. So here, listen, this goes back to episode number one of Greener Grass where you were talking about your perception of me. I talked about my perception of you. You tell- oh my God, yeah. You telling me that you went to a club at 16 on your sister's No, home. not a club. All the time. I have no, like, I thought you were at home like reading books. <laughs> That's what oh I God. thought. That's the impression I had of this you. This is so hilarious. Okay, so in my senior year in high school, it's not that I was drinking. I just wanted to dance. I wanted to go to a club and dance, like literally just go down to some music. And my friends were down. And I had a a couple friends, I'm not going to name them just just to be safe. I had a couple friends who no one would know because, you know, they weren't the type of people to like cause a lot of, you know, get a lot of attention. But they were totally down. Like my best guy friend at Nerd Catholic was he never took it patties, but he, he should have. Right. He loved hip hop. White guy. Okay. So we would just we would just like get in somebody's car, drive all the way to Columbus, which is not that close. I know. To Granville, where I lived. What was going on? Where did your parents think? Did they think you were going to the city center shopping or something? What's going on? Maybe, maybe, but like I would be home by curfew. Like I'd be home by the time I needed to go home, but we didn't. You know, we went to Columbus to go dance. I'm not kidding. I'm <laughs> not kidding. Or wherever. You know, I used to go do the same thing with Sage. Sage Harris. Yes, yes, yes. Who we danced with. Her and I would hang out a lot when I was a senior. And we would do the same thing. Dude, this is hilarious. Because I Shout think that like my Sage. high school friends. <laughs> what? Shout out to Sage. Shout out to Sage Harris. Mm. Yeah. So I, I think you're right about people's perceptions because no one in my class besides like the two or three people that I actually hung out with would assume that I was like trying to get into an OSU like area club. What is that street? High street? Yeah. I I remember going to these dingy clubs and dancing in Depeche Mode when I was 16. This is cracking me 17 years old. (laughs) Okay, so. I have no idea. So your best friend, Karen. She, she at some time, you? no, I didn't know Karen. No, Me and her husband were friends. Okay, okay. So Todd, okay, so funny. Todd's mom is a nurse, was a nurse. I don't know what she does now, but she worked for my dad. Okay. For years and years and years. So I knew the hoax. I don't know how I met Todd, but he was as well a senior in high school. We just hung out with the same people somehow. Yeah. Yeah, like he he knows that side of me more than like the other side because he wasn't in school with me. That is so hysterical. It's <laughs> so funny. But to me, it, it does really match my lifestyle because after I left college, I, after I left Newark, I'm just the person that I am. Like it, no one here would be surprised that I was clubbing at 16. Not to drink, not to break rules, but I wanted to dance. Like I just wanted to jam out. Right. To some music. <laughs> so like. I love it. I meet cute boys because 
no one at New York Catholic ever paid attention to me. So right. go hang out with some college boys. You and they were all douches, by the way. So. Gosh, I'm dying. Hilarious, right? Yeah. So basically, yeah. full circle, you don't need to go to Vegas and get dressed up in heels and go clubbing because you did that at 16 in Columbia. Yeah. <laughs> as well as in New York City. Everywhere. Yeah. DC has an amazing club scene, actually, because it was, I would live there at the time that it was hot. And then I was also, what, 21, 22? Like, I have friends there still who used to like get me in because my girlfriend, Kathy, she like um, was at the door doing counting money. This is when I was in my first professional job. I met her through the dance studio that I was dancing there. She like, I don't know what else she did besides dance at my studio, but she was there counting money at the door. And this club was open from like midnight to 6 a.m. This is crazy. In downtown DC. I know. Crazy. (laughs) So like hard. I know. And then, you know, I moved to LA and the club scene is where a lot of the jobs are. So I spent, you know, I've talked about it in the Ivan Kane episode. Like we would be at at each of these places. I mean, it was years and years and years. Yeah. So, I mean, the amount of performers. So you have to think like, I probably because of you too, like I saw showgirl action going on here, there and everywhere. I mean, we went to the Red Wings game, obviously. Yes. There are, Girl, the whole ensemble, I don't know, do I call them showgirls? With the feather headdress. Oh, yeah. They were there? At the game. They're, like, down at the bottom, swaying. They have some, you know, uh, music there going on that they have, like, certain little routine actions going on here and there. And then in between, like, little timeouts or during the period or whatever, there were these, like, cheerleader dancers that were down the steps around the arena. So I've been to, at this point, lots of hockey games. First time I've ever seen so much dancing action at the hockey game. Okay. So the Vegas team must've just, they just must have that all the time. Yeah. And I'm assuming it's because it's in general, a show town, like everything is a show. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys gamble at all? <laughs> no. Do you gamble? So I'm not a gambler. <laughs> we did go over and um, do one slot machine just so we could say we did, and we did not win. But we did. We did not like gamble. Gamble. Do you gamble? Okay, so I have a good story the about things this. I'm learning about Carrie tonight. So back when I was dating, still, and this is years ago, I dated this one guy, and. It's not consequential for any reason, like that relationship. It just, I don't know how long we were dating. But he was a gambler. He was, no, sorry. There were two guys that I dated who were gamblers. One was a professional gambler, and the other one just had really deep pockets. Yeah. So the first guy, he's the reason that I even saw Cirque du Soleil's O and the the water show at the Wynn. Okay. Which is La Rev. Yes. Because... When we were dating, one weekend, he flew us out there. He put down, I don't know, a couple thousand for a suite. 
took me to both of the shows in two nights and you know, he do the high high stakes slots. Yeah. And so he ended up walking away with 50,000 on that. Shut up. So it doesn't matter what he spent because he ended up probably netting like $45,000. Holy Hannah. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got a I got a cute little trip and he had like a cute little side trophy. That was me, apparently. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just like, I don't know. I don't know. So that, and then um, the professional gambler was like, not that type of guy. He was like spreadsheets, his Excel spreadsheets and like down at the like the dingy LA casino by Disneyland okay. down here. Okay. Like every day at like, at, you know, when it opens. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of guy. This is hilarious. I have so many stories, Kelly. I'm dying. I'm totally dying. I know. You you know, you spent those 20 years raising humans, and I did other things with humans. (laughs) (laughs) You were clubbing from 16 on and and helping a gambler win 50,000. Listen, I I didn't help him. He he was on his own, and I was kind of just there. Carrie, let's face it. You were his lucky charm. He couldn't have done it without you. (laughs) I know. I totally, but, uh, I literally laugh because also fun fact about me, I have never tried any drugs ever in my life. Okay. I love that. Not even, not even weed, not even marijuana. I have no interest. Yeah. And that's why it's because I don't have any interest. Right. So I don't even do shots. Like I'll have a margarita and you know what I'm saying? So it's not that, it's not that element of, of partying It's just. I just wanted to be social and I wanted to dance and I wanted to be an experienced life. Yeah. And my parents would not have been okay with any of that. So it's good they didn't know. <laughs> they didn't know. They didn't know. So you didn't it's have to really good about they didn't it. know. Yeah. Because also it's like, you know, it's I think that all parents are worried about their kids, but my parents would have been worried for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, so. I get that. I totally get that. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so you there's survived. That. It actually was prepping you for your career. I mean, it why, was. why stay home and do homework when you could go out clubbing? Well, the thing is, is that I don't know what other students did, but like I did all my homework. Yeah. I just go after I'm done. You know, I get my yeah. stuff done and go do something. Yeah. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so we're trying to, we're going to talk about your Vegas trip and we did, but then we ended up talking about me as like this tiny little raver. I mean, listen, it all was, <laughs> it was all aligned pretty much in the same subject matter. It kind of was. Um, and you get to go see the dancers over, over at 40 Deuce tomorrow this weekend. That's exciting. Yeah. And listen, yeah. it's a great group. Um, and so I'm super excited. I think it will be fun. And I think it's kind of fun too, because I've been, so I like kind of know what to expect this go around. Yeah. Um, It's nice. It's nice. that I mean, both sides are nice that you get to have that curiosity going in and then now you kind of know what to expect and you can enjoy it in a different way. Yeah. I wish I could go with you. Me too. I would love to go in. Like, I want to say hi to him and if he remembers me and. 
Oh, Ivan will remember you. I hope. Don't worry about that. Yeah, uh, I wish I could go. Life is like, it's so funny because I'm one of those people that if I didn't do all that, I would have so much FOMO. Yeah. In life. Right. A lot of people don't have that. They can just like, you know, find a guy, get married, you know, like kind of settle down. I would be a mess. I would have been a mess. Like I needed to do all that. And now I have a two-year-old and a man. I don't really feel like I need to go out. It's taken me this long. Yeah. And listen, you're so happy. Like you don't need that. Which is pretty much what I'm saying. Like I was like, okay, we had some pool time. We had dinner. I'm good. Yeah, dude, you slept? That is amazing. Yeah, like we're in different places, right? Yeah, yeah, it's good. And it's good to be able, for me, it's good to be able to tell. I love telling my insane, not like out of the box stories, but they just seem a little insane to me and it's hilarious because I'm not this like little vigilante. I'm this little, you know, tiny little Asian little girl. And if somebody asked me like, what do you want to be? I would just be like, I just want to go dance at a club. (laughs) Yeah, listen, I bet a lot of our listeners are going to be shocked that Carrie Wee from North Ohio was clubbing at age 16. I can't believe they let me into those places. Like, what dummies? You don't look old enough to go into those places now. (laughs) I don't know what people are thinking. Like, honestly. Let alone then. I know. I mean, a lot of girls are developed at 16. Not just my face, but my body. Like, I'm just like skinny little twiggy, petite thing I don't know maybe they just like girls in no matter what but this is it's hilarious it's really funny so there's that and um I'm really glad you had fun I look forward to my girlfriends here were actually on a Vegas trip last weekend sorry yeah so they probably finished right when you got there okay but I didn't go because I don't have time I know I had uh, a gig on Sunday. One of my students who's now a professional, she hired, she brought me on to a commercial to be the aerial choreographer. Okay, I love that. So I was on set all day on Sunday with her and that was such a great job. Yeah. Yeah. So it's amazing. Super busy. And they saw Magic Mike on Friday night last last week and and loved it. Actually, I think they may, went to Magic Mike twice. Well, Meredith on Friday did the aerial number and the wet dream number. Oh my gosh. Which is the water number. She did both of those. And they got to see it. And they got to see it, which is awesome because Linda, who's our other friend who does that number, she just wasn't in that night. Yeah. So to see your friends in a number. And then Leslie, our friend Leslie's in Love. Okay. And then Sarah is in the show called Fantasy and another one called Wow. And then her husband's in MJ1. Like, if I go, it's just like show after show after show. I love doing Vegas like that. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I know. Listen, I think um, it'd be so much fun for us to do that someday when the being gets a little older. We can record in Vegas. I know. Listen, I have to tell you, Carrie, because I said that I was on a red eye last night going full circle that I'm delirious and tired. I just spent this whole recording holding my phone to my mouth and never hit record on my phone. And it's like <laughs> it's like I thought I was recording on my phone and not the laptop, but I've been holding my phone up to my mouth like I'm talking into my phone and 
I'm not talking into my phone. <laughs> You're so tired. Oh, That's my God. So funny and silly and real. Well, you get to, what, is it almost 7.30? You're going to go to sleep in like a half an hour? I would yeah, if I were yeah, you. Yeah, I actually think I am. I feel pretty strongly yeah. about it. Because you don't have your kids at home tonight, right? No kiddos. So yeah. Yeah. Sleep away. It's the time. Sleep away. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Kelly, I'm so happy that you plucked out of me my story of clubbing when I was a teenager. This makes me so happy. It's hysterical. It, ma- it makes me so happy. <laughs> like, I'm ridiculously <laughs> happy about that story for sure. You know what happens when, like, no one's really paying attention to you? Yeah. You can do a lot of things. True. Under the radar. True. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened to you. <laughs> well, my parents were paying attention, but they don't, I'm pretty much sure they don't even know what a podcast is after I've explained it a couple times. Yeah. So they're, they're not listening. Although I know your parents are probably listening. Well, my dad loved the Woody episode. I should let oh. you know. He loved it. Oh my God. He's so great, right? Yeah. He loved it. So yeah, I think I have a few people that listen for sure. Some of everyone out there listening. So we'll have to find out if Todd is okay with his name being on this podcast. What's up, Todd? I don't think my old buddy. We'll ask him. He's my bud. Like we were, we were friends. Yeah. Like he's such a cool guy. Yes. I don't think, I really honestly don't think he'll care, but we should check. We should check. We'll check. We'll check if Todd's okay. Um, but, uh, yeah. Okay. What is my last thought? My last thought is about Dr. Janae Davis. Yes. She's next week. And oh my God, I want her to be my doctor. I so bad. I don't blame you. Listen, she's so much fun to have as a doctor. Really? Oh my God. And she's so knowledgeable. And Kelly, I actually wanted to get your permission. And if you say no, it's fine. But I wanted to invite her on my other podcast. Oh my gosh, you should. Is that okay? Because it's the expecting aerialist. And I want her, I haven't had a doctor on there who can break down how you do a C-section, but I want to ask her to do that. Oh my gosh, you should totally do that. Okay, so I'm really excited that you're okay with that because I know that she's your friend and she's your doctor. I didn't want to step on toes, but yeah. So I really want her for that podcast and she can just be the doctor on all our podcasts because she's my favorite person Yes, in general. For sure. She'll be so- Yeah, you guys are in in for such a treat with Janae. Yes, next week. Oh my God. Next week. All right, Kelly, that's- you know what I love about us? You just de- don't know where this train is going until it's gotten to the station. I know. And listen, I always do feel like it works <laughs> out. It does. It totally works out. Totally works out. Who, who needs planning when you have spontaneity and and exactly all the things? Crazy all right. Thing. You go to sleep. I'm going to go teach some classes. Okay. Have a good night. Hey, guys. Thanks for being with Kelly and I. We really appreciate you listening. If you go to the show notes, become part of the Greener Grass family and subscribe to our email list. Thanks so much to Asa Watkins for post-production. And please honor us with a five-star rating and a review anywhere you get your podcasts. All right, guys, we will talk to you next week. This is Greener Grass. Bye.